0: Welcome legends, you're back with the Dr. Supercoach podcast, this is Houston, and I'm... What? No, Cheezo starts the podcast, what are you doing? Well mate, you're just waiting for a plane, what am I meant to do? I've got to take some responsibility for the podcast.
1: That's true, and I see that you've been absolutely killing the pod lately, so guys, this is when uh, Cheezo takes a back seat and Houston gets to step up and be the number one doc.
0: No oh, mate, I'm. I'm back, I'm really back. Speaking of number one dogs, I'm glad that
1: Adams and Suckling and Boyd are back this week. I finally have no donuts.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? It's so good to see. (laughs) Let's get this show rolling. Um, Yeah, I've only got 20 minutes to my flight, so (laughs) let's get into it. Well, it's convenient. Um, So, yeah, this (laughs) week we'll go weekly recap. Dr. Supercoach, Expert League 2. Just a little bit of a watch on those guys. They've fallen down a little bit to Uh. number 4. So... Guys, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. They need we to listen to shout you. shout-out,
1: and then we, they even had a chance to jump on the podcast. And then what happens? They
0: didn't get our advice, and they dropped. I know. What are we going to do with them? But, <laughs> no, that's all good. They can move up. Just listen to this podcast. Quick shout-out to the Cancer Council Fund. It raised 922 yep. bucks, which is absolutely nuts. That's brilliant. Um, shout-out to my manager at work, uh, Macho, donated 105 bucks, as well as a heap of other people that have donated, and, um, yeah, couldn't... Could not appreciate it more. Yeah, it's absolutely
1: brilliant. To raise almost $1,000 in a fortnight is just fantastic and it's, it's honestly something I'm so proud of because with my team this year, I've got to find something else to be
0: proud of. <laughs> exactly right. Um, <laughs> speaking of teams, we have a lot of ins. So Go through them, mate. This week, Gaz, he's back, the little master. He's back in the side. Now we've got Hall, Aaron Hall coming in. Daniel Wells, Michael Barlow. Isn't that the big four? That is the big that four. That is the big four. That's the four that's been killing everyone. And also got Tommy Boyd. No, not Tom Boyd. He's paid too much to come back. Matt Boyd. <laughs> um, Marcus Close Adams. i a AFL player besides Cloak. Oh, it's beautiful. Wouldn't you love living that life? Million dollars
1: just to
0: muck around in a bush, league. Oh, God. Maddie Suckling as well. So that'll be good in a couple of weeks for him. Yeah, he's got a... A high
1: break even with a, like, something like a 19th run on three, hey?
0: Yeah, he does. So he'll um, he'll drop down. He could be a nice defensive forward option. Uh, as well as that, Adam Tomlinson comes in. He's been absolutely tearing it up.
1: Mate, uh, last two weeks, he's gone 44 disposals and 52 disposals in the naval.
0: Unreal. He's 320k defender forward, so it could be one to watch in the next few weeks. Um, Corey Ellis, your boy, he's back. My- Oh he's back after absolutely cooking me and forcing me to have a donut last week. He's back um, he's a realist. He's back, he's still got a low
1: break even and, and you know, now that he's basically that uh pulled his replacement as the uh, good disposer of half back, I can see a lot more eighties coming through.
0: It's so good. That's good good news for yourself and anyone else yep. who made the smart decision of getting him in in, in in, sorry. Um, Daniel Rioli's in as well, so They love this kid. They do. They just want to keep getting him in. Um, Indigenous weekend as well. It's good. It's good weekend to watch footy like this, and there's nothing better than watching Aboriginal footballers tear it up on the park. They've got like and a, a, there's been some good ones too. Athleticism is ridiculous. So that'll be. This will be a good weekend coming up. Um, there's yep. a couple of new rookies to speak about: Sam Collins, Tom Cole, Dougal Howard, Harry Marsh, and Jesse Joyce. The really, yeah. the most. The probably the most um, relevant ones would probably be Sam Collins. Yep, 117k defender from Frio. Um, he could be. He's a bit of a mature age. So he's 22, and he could get a good shot. So we'll wait and see how he goes. The
1: important thing is that Alex Pierce is done for the season, most likely, and so Sam Collins is that mature age uh, backman that's coming in to take his place. And the, the, yeah, the fact that he's a mature age uh, last year for um, Box Hill. He was ranked elite for intercept possessions and intercept marks per game. He was also ranked elite for spoils, but he's not a high possession getter. He only he only averaged something like uh, 10 to 12 disposals two years ago and something like 14 to 16 last year. So um, he's going to get most of his points uh, through intercept possessions and marks. So we're looking somewhere between maybe the 60-65 range is a, a, good ad, a good average to kind of expect.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's 117k. It's a pretty good addition. Um, Harry Marsh is 22-year-old. He's been on the Sydney list since 2012. He's um running defender, can play inside mid as well, so he's a solid one to watch. He's a 117k yep. defender. Um, Jesse Joyce might get an opportunity for Gold Coast. He's on their extended bench, 102k defensive mid. So that's um good DPP. Could make some cash if the opportunity sticks along with him. Now yeah. that big out for the week, Darcy McPherson, he's done his knee or something, he's he's buggered.
1: Yeah, let's just move on, let's not even talk about it.
0: Elliot Yeo, he's gone as well, you Did didn't you get go, him go. in too. Um, Jew, he's been omitted because he's crap. That's what it said <laughs> on the AFL website. <laughs> There's an asterisk next to that, but yeah, he's he's crap.
1: They've, they've actually actually taken him back and officially culled him, not in a fantasy sense, but just in a you're so bad at football we're culling you physically kind of energy.
0: Right. See you later. Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, Kieran yep. Collins, he's out. Caden Brand got omitted. That hurts for those people that got him in last week. He was always a spud. He was, but you know, it was a good choice not to get him in. Um, Clayton yep. Clayton Oliver's gone out with a quad. I feel like the rookies are just falling this week. Yeah. Dan Menzel's gone out with a shower. Uh, shower. <laughs> hey. <laughs> gone out with a um, gone out with a shoulder. Andrew Gaff's gone out after Tom Jonas' disgusting hit on him. No, and... that was absolutely disgusting.
1: Like, I, I want to sit here and the fact that Gaff decided to headbutt Tom Jonas in the elbow is
0: just
1: disgusting <laughs> and I'm glad that he's having a week on the side <laughs> of just to think about what he's done
0: oh man that was so bad that was terrible <laughs> that he would elbow just, uh,
1: Jonas was like oh I'm just protecting myself it's like the dude wasn't gonna hit you all you had to do was take a step to your left you didn't need to decide to decapitate
0: him P- yeah people say oh he such a, got such a good character and you know he knows he made a mistake I'm like he's the same one that kneed Dangerfield in the spine at the end of the first quarter and, like four weeks ago yeah like, what are you he doing he started
1: man? two melees, two melees in a row
0: he's Mealys. Is that a Tansil thing? Malay mate.
1: Oh, I'm gonna have a bit of a melee.
0: <laughs> um, Jack Billings is out as well, so there goes that. That's point gonna of hurt difference. the uh, the
1: Saints guys against like in a in a tipping side of things, Jack Billings is an important uh, player for them. That that could influence um, have a bit more of an impact in the game between the Saints and Free just on a like just a football side things. so oh, not
0: so yeah. much a super coach. True, that's um, that's a good point to make. Um do we... Like, I've got a quick question to ask you. Do we yep. bring in uh, the likes of Hopper and Matheson and these guys this week? Uh, for mine, I'm, I'm bringing in Hopper. What about you?
1: Yeah, grassy boy, I kind of... Um, I kind of feel that a guy of his quality, it's almost a necessity to get him in. You know what I mean? Like, he... Averages over 30 touches in every single competition he plays in. Yeah. You, you, you've seen in the past, these first two games, like everyone was saying he had such a poor week last week. The dude got 18 touches and had like 10 contested possessions.
0: He got 74. Like,
1: And if that's a bad game, I don't. I want to see a good game.
0: Pretty much, if he if he gets anywhere near ninety this week, he's going to raise about sixty five k, and he will already be up over two hundred, almost two hundred and fifty k. See, the the
1: thing for me is this is this is my quandary at the moment. I do, I'm planning on going Josh Smith early to Hopper, and I'll tell you why. Josh Smith has three more games to his buy, and he's projected to make another seventy thousand dollars. Hopper's got five games to his buy, and he's going to going to get seventy thousand dollars next week if he scores a ninety. So I am kind of saying, okay, I'm getting rid of that round thirteen by by rookie, loading up on the round fifteen by Hopper, I get two extra games out of him, I get more money out of him. I'm I feel more comfortable having a Hopper over Josh Smith on the field. Like
0: Yeah. I'm
1: not gonna I'm not gonna pull that trade until that Saturday when all the teams are locked in and everything, but Hopper's named on the field. They wanted to get this guy in for so long if it wasn't for his his um swimming pool accident um a couple of rounds in the season he would have been playing like round two onwards
0: that's it and um just in regards to that as well like if if you're worried about his job security you you're only hoping for a solid three weeks out of him and he's already made you over a hundred k it's just that his scoring potential is it's like a really quick hit, but it just goes up so fast. So, um, well, a, a
1: lot of people are having a problem going, say, a say even a Davis a sideways to Hopper, and I'll just explain my thoughts on the thing. It does sound like a sideways, but let me. We've talked about the you need a hundred thousand dollars per trade, right? Yeah. If you go, if you go a Davis to a Hopper this week, Davis has made ninety-four thousand dollars, and that's almost a hundred, but it gets swallowed up in the amount of money that Hopper's going to make. But then Hopper's going to make another $200,000 by the time he gets to his buy. He's going to be $370,000 if he averages $85,000. So you add that into the previous $100,000. You've, across the two trades of getting them, um, you probably started with Davis, obviously. You get a Hopper in a Hopper out. But those two trades you need to average $100,000. Overall, the overall result of those two trades by the time you get Hopper out as well probably means you make $300,000 across, uh, across both of them and that's where the money is not lost. It's being reinvested.
0: Yeah, yeah, you make a very good point, and that's valid as well. I think that you just got to look at it in that way if you're going to make that trade. Are you doing it yourself this week? I'm probably going to go with
1: Josh Smith over Dave.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, and Matheson, with Matheson, i am if I needed to, I would go a week early on I mean, him, just because I'm pretty sure about his job security and um, his scoring ability I don't think will be that bad he, um, he had a quite a good game last week. There was a lot of free kicks for though. That I did notice that, uh, but I think he can score pretty well from here. So I'd be, if I needed to, I'd be happy to go on him a week early. Ideally, I'd wait though. Yeah,
1: I, well, they call this dude beast, and there's a reason why because he is a beast. He's got high possession, high contested possession, high, high tackle numbers. He kicks goals. He gets free kicks. He is. He's going to average seventy-five easy for for the time he's going the team.
0: That's it. Um, Let's shoot through some captaincy options if you want. Yep. So, I've gone to the liberty of going through your team and giving you a couple of choices to go with.
1: Okay, and then I'll counter with them with the top of my head.
0: Yep. So, for VC, you've got Hannahs or Goldie on a Friday night. Now, Mm -hmm. Hannahs averages 96 against the Ruse, and Goldie averages 78 against the Swans. Yep. You taking either of them?
1: I'm taking Hanners this week. Yet to go under a hundred for the entire season, the only player yet to do so. Zorko missed round one, so he's one round behind Hanners. Um, but I just I see the likes of the Sydney Ruffman, Intipud um, and, and Sinclair just sharing the load on Goldin, and they they kind of play a more of a kind of double-team him a little bit. I don't see him doing backing up if he's 170. I'm sure he'll go 100, but I don't see a big 150 from him with a VC. Um, Hannahs always gets high scores in the close games. Obviously, like a top-of-the-table clash, he's going to come good, especially at their home ground. I just see Hannahs being the safer
0: option. Cool. So, yeah, I don't mind Hannahs with the average. Like he's, This year's been crazy good, so um, yep. I'll take him as well. And for captain, for you, we've got Ablett and Pendles. Abel at one hundred and twenty six average against West Coast, West Coast, and Pendle's one hundred and eighteen.
1: I think the last three weeks speaks for itself. All big, big tons by Pendle's. Yeah. Pendle's all the way for me as a captain. Going Captain's
0: for there. it Handles as well. Goes,
1: I've, I've lowered my standards as the season goes on. I've got a one hundred and twenty limit for captain now. Yeah. And with um, with Pendle's, I can still see him going 130, 140 this week. But if, if Hanners gets that one twenty,
0: I'm taking it. Yeah. I agree. Um, for myself, I'm going sure as the v- VC on the Saturday night. I'm sure. Yep, he's sure. <laughs> Got to be sure to be sure, mate. 144 over the last five. There was a, a little bit of concern that it was going to be a late out this week. Have you heard the news? No, I have not heard. Yeah, he's, that been, news. On, he's
1: been on an IV drip for the last two days, just recovering from
0: his <laughs> box. <balls, laughs> <he>? Oh, Mate. <laughs> See yourself out of the country on that plane. I can't wait to have kids. I've got all the dad jokes already stored up. Lucky you're already on the plane out of the country, so I don't have to deal with <laughs> that. Um, Zorko, he's averaging 126 at the Gabba. Plays the Hawks on the yep. Saturday. Don't mind that. That and won't play close, checking. I think that worse comes to worse, you can always go a danger, but just a bit of a disclaimer with him, he averages 96 against the Blues and 84 at Eddie Had. But he has, after all of his low scores this year, he has gone huge. And then yeah, no um, problem. No danger. He's going to go big this week. And then Prittis averages 130 against Gold Coast, so that's a big, big C option. At,
1: at home, and just just remember that West Coast absolutely bully the flat track bullies. They're going to kill kill Gold Coast, and I think the lines at 80 points. So crazy. That's, I, I'd probably still tip West Coast the line at 80. Points.
0: And um yeah that's the captain's options but we have only really got another thing to go through which is a team review. I I noticed that they
1: uh, they did jump on Matheson earlier. Uh, they have two trades left this week and they've already got Matheson so they must have got him literally for his first game.
0: Yeah, yeah that's it. So um yeah that's a good move now I guess cuz I think this one's a Brisbane supporter. But um yeah, yeah I think it is. This week it's it says um it's from Alicia. She said, "Hey, Cheezo and Houston. First, first up, huge thanks for the solid podcast each week. If you've got time to review my team this week, that would be great. My plan for this week is to trade Darcy Byrne Jones for Williams, so I can either swap Steph Martin for Goldie or go Oliver for West Coast Eagles Josh Kennedy via DPP. I'm all for that first option, but it's sort of a sideways." Um, but I'm definitely open to other suggestions, although I generally have a no Collingwood policy except for Cash Cow Smith and Pendles, who I probably can't <laughs> avoid forever. Um, cheers. Oh,
1: oh, Trelaw's got to be in that too, man. Trelaw is their number
0: one mid. Oh, man. He is so tempting not to get in. He's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, the dude's a jet. And yeah, it just says cheers from Alicia, also known as Alicia Rebecca on Facebook. So Okay, um, cool. Her team. Defence, Heath Shaw, Sam Doherty, a, a.k.a. Rosie Jones, Kate Simpson, <laughs> Matty Boyd, Daniel Rich, Tipper, Michael Hartley, Darcy Byrne-Jones on the bench. Yep. Midfield, Danger, Parker, Ablett, Hall, Prittis, Liberatore, Keys, Matheson, Hewitt, Oliver and Smith. Rucks, Nat Nui and Martin with Grimley on the bench and then forwards, Martin, Zorko, Kerridge, Mitch Robinson, Michael Barlow, Daniel Wells, Ben Kennedy, and Christian Petrarca. I think there's an obvious trend here with the uh, Brisbane boys. I've counted six of them. Yep. So, um, but, but they might
1: be terrible at football, but they're not terrible at fantasy
0: football. Yeah, that's it. Well, I think if you if you moved, like you said before, DBJ has good job security, but you can move him on with Tipper and Hartley there. You could look at Hall to the forwards and Ben Kennedy to a top mid, you know, like depending on your buy structure. So Steph Martin, if, would you trade him out or would you, like, would you take the cash loss or would you keep him?
1: I'm in the same position, and I kind of just have to hold him. Like, I just can't bear myself to bank that loss. I'm just going to upgrade around
0: him. Yeah, that's it. Um, I personally would trade him to Goldstein. I think the Goldstein's the lowest he's going to be for the season, and yeah. um, he's going to be top Ruckman, so I'd definitely yeah, go there. Not, no problem with that. Great forwards. I think Mitch Robinson's going to come good again. Um, yeah. There is a bit of work to do with Wells, obviously. He'll see how he goes this week, and he'll be an upgrade target, but a very, very late upgrade target if you need to. Um, If you went... In, so if you went... Oliver out and then Ben Kennedy to the mids from the forward Grimley forward from the rucks Steph Martin to the bench and then bring in Goldstein so and
1: you could go Oliver who's out this week and bring in Goldie
0: yeah <laughs> that's nuts because this um, like she's got 17 trades left with 16k so if that works like pending pending prices that would be a great trade yeah and so um, obviously
1: Downgrade to Williams to generate the cash, but you could. You honestly, with the DPP link, you could go a uh, Oliver to a Goldstein like that and keep Steph Martin as a, an R three.
0: All right, so that about wraps it up. Thanks for joining me on the phone, there, Chaser. That's all right, mate. I thought you did a brilliant job for uh,
1: the limited time we have and uh, being our number one host for the year. Obviously, in the comments, we're going to find out who they think is uh, who the community think is the number one host. So. Next week, you could still be
0: keeping it when I'm back home. right I'm going to butcher your voice after this, make it so quiet, <laughs> sound like you're in a tin, and then you're buggered. I've got this. That's all right,
1: mate. Just, just stick some auto tune on there, it'll be
0: sweet. Again, rate, review, everything you can do on iTunes. Uh, make sure you're donating to our Everyday Hero Fund. It's all for the Cancer Council, and it all goes a long way in stopping cancer. We want to make sure it's abolished. Everyone's banded together so far and yeah, just want to thank, thank you all. So this is me signing off and thanks for listening to the podcast.